Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Before the Dip with your host, Ravi Rudner. We uh, we want to spend most of the today as a tribute to Murray Warner. He's decided to go and close the door. So he's missed a start and he doesn't have a mic. Stop it. Three, two, one, and... Oh, good morning, Murray. How are you, mate? It's been so long and here we are. I've got the single mic today. I'm going to swing it over to you and you're going to, you're going to tell me how you're doing. We're going old school. Not that we've always had two mics, but we've done one episode before where we've shared a mic, and I think we're going to do well again today sharing a mic because basically, what you're going to hear today, people, is the dulcet tone of the Murray monologue. <laughs> An hour and a half of some of my best material. <laughs> I mean, hang on, let me get my phone up and my notes. All the things I've wanted to talk about over all the years that I've never had a chance to talk about. Oh. So, so, so good. Politics. Politics and sport, they should always mix. That's beautiful. Thoughts. <laughs> you can't throw the mic to me and keep talking. It's the rule. It's the rule of the day. Yeah. You know, and this, I think this is a really great sort of, we've done this almost, you'd almost say intentionally because it's a way for us to describe a part of life that, um, that, is, that we all go through where uh, you, don't find, you find yourself ill-equipped for the situation. And you say you have to adapt, Mus. You have to adapt. I, I, uh, I've, I've started coaching a baseball team, as you know. I, I can play the game, catching, throwing, hitting the ball. I'm good. I know the rules. Yeah. But the coaching itself, it's, it's not what you, what you think it's going to be. There's a, uh, there's a uh, skill set there that needs to be developed, and, uh, and I don't have it. And. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> but I suppose um, Damo's going to be, Damo's probably going to be happy today that he doesn't hear as many yep, yep, yeps from me. But you say you are, you say that you're coaching a, uh, I want to drop one of my, my lines here that I've kept in my notes section of my phone for three years. Did you, uh, were you voluntold to do this job? Voluntold, Murray. I think that's a fair, I think that's, you know, when you think back to it, you, I feel like I made the decision. This is the craftiness of the, the voluntarism yeah. is that you think you make the decision, but when you go right back to its inception, it was made for you. You were, you were, it was suggested. Yeah. It's like any of those household projects that you do, that you really wanted to do. I really wanted to redo the deck again. <laughs> Yeah, clean the oven again. Yeah. But the uh, it's an interesting concept. The volun, what do you call it? Voluntold, voluntarism. Yeah, voluntarism <laughs> is the science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I look. I look at a lot of clubs. I look at a lot of club sport, and I think about the. Um, there's a great experience if you haven't done it yet, and your kids play sport, where you actually take on a role. An official role within the club, in a, in a sense, you are the marking lines, you're yeah. cooking a barbecue, whatever. People who don't do that, if you've been on, if you've never been over that side of the fence, you you can sit in judgment of those people. Look at that line. Yeah. Look at this. But who's organised this barbecue? You know, who's coaching this team? I wouldn't do it that way. But if you've never done it, you got you can't talk. Like you just cannot because it's bloody challenging. Mm. It's one of the great experiences of life. I think you've got to. It just gives you perspective. And and that's like anything. It's like the road rage incident in the car. You know, they say you should always go, you don't know what's happening in that guy's life 
today for him to flick you the bird and call you every name under the sun as you cut him off in in traffic. You may not have intentionally done it, but you did, and and he's gone deluxe on you. And you go, fuck, look at that weirdo. He's lost it. But you go, you don't know what's happened in their their day. But I do think as a parent... He may be a volunteer. He may be a volunteer coach. You don't know. He might be pissed off. He might be in the car with, like, Mrs. Smith. The kids are in there. And the kids have had a loss. There's been some tears in the car. No one had any cash for any money at the canteen. They're screaming because they wanted a lolly. They lost the game. And they're having a discussion that I didn't even want to do this. I was voluntold to do this by you. I didn't volunteer to do it. You know, I'd really never wanted to do it in the start, but you made me do it. And this dickhead's cut me off as I'm going down Pitwater Road in traffic and we've got to be at the next game in 12 minutes. And there's no way. The sat-nav is saying 18 minutes. We're never going to get there. Numb nuts in his Volkswagen van. Why are all his kids sitting in the back row and he's in there by himself? <laughs> so weird. Idiot. And welcome back. And uh, you wouldn't even know that we just had a little bit of a technical difficulty. It's been it's been a while. It's been a while since we've had one of those. The blue tax really helped us out a lot with the mics. Um, but yeah, Mars, I think uh, there's two pieces two pieces of that story. As we settle in, as I get comfy in this chair with the mic in front of me, there is a you have a little lie down, get a little blanky. We could look at it from two sides. The way I see it is that one is like, why did you make me do this? I don't even like lacrosse. Mm-hmm. And the other one could be like, why did I not, why did I agree to it in the first place? Who, who am I, who, was I just kicking the can down the road or, you know, do I take ownership over it? Because I have ha- had both feelings with the, with the baseball coaching, which is, it's actually quite challenging to ride the emotional roller coaster with these young tackers because you see they're not a rep team. So that's the varying degrees of ability, you know, and uh, and when you've got that going on, it's actually quite. I feel for the good players, and I feel for the guys who are up and coming, because uh, you want them to turn up the next season as well. You want them to have a good experience, so something they, they feel like, yep, yeah, next next year something, will, and you want them to get better. And you know, it's not it's not always easy if the enthusiasm's not there. Their enthusiasm wanes throughout the year. But I still think the point, because we 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 could easily get onto waffle here now and, and get into into our usual CJ would hate it. This is the waffle. Is that I think it's it's just a great thing to think about as we come into another, you know, we're wrapping up one sports season, a bit about to start a new one. You know, they'll all it'll all come up on us really quickly. That um if you haven't had the opportunity or have, have never have never gone and been involved in your uh, in your kid's sport. Give it a go. You know, have a have a little bit of a crack at it. See what it's like. You might like it. You might not like it. It might not be your thing. Um, but it just gives you a bit of a chance to. Uh, you know, you go around to just about any sports field. I think now, and there's a a frame sitting there that says, you know, this is not the NRL. This is not the Major League Baseball things. These are kids. The people, the coaches are volunteers. The refs are volunteers. They're all being voluntold to do this job by their better halves. Um, they don't necessarily want to be there, and they're just doing their best. And um, 
I think if you do one of those roles at some stage, you'll have very much a different appreciation. Even if you do it for one season, you're the coach that only, you know, Ravi was only there for a year. Ravi's always then going to probably be the guy that's always going to give a little bit of a hand versus the guy that's, that sits there and goes, oh, my little Johnny didn't get much of a go or I didn't do that, you know, we didn't get turns. You know, it's 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 really hard. But one of the things I just want to, you know, really applaud during that short monologue that you just did there, Ravi, because it's quite topical. Joe Rogan has had several of his several of his podcasts taken down for the use of inappropriate words and how you use the word less talented children. Yeah. I think, you know, that keeps this episode safe from the uh from the yeah. the people yeah, from people, you know, putting in a complaint and uh and taking us down from there. I got told off yesterday for using what no, I didn't use any of those and I'm not gonna use the word here in this on this platform because I or maybe this is what all advertising good advertising. Maybe I should say it. But um yeah, I used a term that you and I would have would have used to go, you know. I would have used a three-letter word that kind of rhymes with the joy that that kid's a little bit joyful, you know. But you know, but was being a bit silly. I got told someone actually sort of pulled me up on it. You can't use that word anymore, and I went, "Well, wow, wow! How are our kids going to navigate what they can and can't say?" If God, forty-seven years old, and I, I can't navigate and. And I like to think most of the time when we u- I use any of those terms, it's a term of endearment. I'm not using it necessarily as a as a derogatory term and and applying sexuality or anything like those sort of things. But you know, it's super interesting. And and the Joe Rogan thing, it's super interesting. Um, you know that he's been sort of pulled up on the on that. He's under some heat in the old Joe. Yeah. He's copping it from every side at the moment. He's he to do a podcast yeah he goes fear factor's not cutting it who knows if this ufc thing's really going to take off maybe you should do this whole podcast thing and and see how that goes for you but you know one of the things that we said we'd do this year god how do you talk for this long you know i feel so much pressure i'm looking at how many seconds i've been talking for it's been going for hours it's going hours we had we had the the king on last week on the podcast king of guests the the undisputed world champion, running champion, done way more episodes than anyone else has ever done. You know, no one else has done more episodes. Mate, there's been people, there's been the pretenders, they've come up. <laughs> I, I think we could say he's making this podcast great again, which oh. is, no one's done more for this podcast than him. It's fan, We're so lucky. We're so lucky to have him. We are, we are so lucky to have, have him in our corner. Let's keep the fighting theme up, uh, <laughs> upon us. But, um, you know, one... I'm just checking his Strava right now. Yeah, <laughs> seeing if he's up. No, well, he's had a calf strain. Oh, yeah, that's true. He's working, isn't he? You know, one of the things... I'm going to go off on tangent again here quickly. One of the One of the smartest blokes we know, you know... One of the smartest blokes we know who, if we ask him just about any chemical reaction in the body related to food and how it's going to affect one organ and how that organ affects another organ and how that eventually will affect your long-term health outcome, uses the I'll run as fast as I can for as long as I can strategy. 
to improve his running fitness. I, I've read running books. I've read running magazines. Not once have I seen or heard that that was the best strategy to get fit. And, and I heard you've run a little bit off. I'm surprised he hasn't unsubscribed to Strava. But have you ever heard of that, that system of running? I don't want to do long running. I just want to run fast for a long time. So I'll run as fast as I can for as long as I can. Reminds me of another friend of ours, a friend, a friend of the show, friend of the podcast. Yeah. Um, we all have people like Dr. Damien who, are, who excel in certain areas of their life. And you look at them and you just think, why am I not accomplished like them? Like, why do I not know that much? Why can I, I've got, I've got another friend who can pull a jet ski motor apart and then put it back together. Or he can, he could reroute the wiring in your car so that, you know, uh, it still runs. You're out in the bush, it still runs. Maybe your speedo doesn't work, but he's like, don't worry, you bypass that with that wire and that fix. He can, he can build and make anything. Anyway, we got to play golf the other day and I realized where he wasn't spending his time growing up. The hand-eye thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, the, the connection there. I mean, he, he could give him another year or two, be quite good at it, you know, but you can see. So with Damo, I feel like he spent a lot of time learning things, but maybe not so much with the running. Maybe not so much with the strategy around the, you know, the, the physiology of the run. And um, it's it's nice to know because it makes it makes average people like me feel like we're okay. We've got something to give, you know. And I appreciate that opportunity yeah. to learn that about Damo. There's a dent. In the <laughs> There's a small. It's just you know the little chink in the elbow, the little bit on the armpit where you can just slide the knife in. Yeah. You know, before that it was just impermeable. Yeah, there was no way that you could have taken him down. You know, you thought. The heel, yeah. Oh, oh, just connected to the strained calf, which was injured during running. But anyway, sorry, Damo. I hope you love that little. We'll probably get 12 now citated papers on how that strategy has actually worked better, especially from a guy in Japan called Tabata. You'll probably, yeah, he knows, he knows something along that. But we, um, we talked about food. We talked about food and we talked about, you know, some strategies around food. The spotlight is on you, Ravi. How was your week of, I'm not going to say we did a diet or we did anything, but maybe some conscious or aware, were you more aware of your eating or just when I brought it up in the preamble this morning, did you go, oh, fuck, that's right. We talked about food last week. Do you ever... Have you ever had that situation where you um you go you find yourself standing in front of the fridge you don't even know why you're there you just got there am I looking for my keys I can't find my shoes I'm just going to go to the fridge that's kind of how my brain works if in doubt go to the fridge if you've got a little bit of uncertainty you're not clear on where your day is going yeah. just it could the answer could be in there it could be in the form of a little bit of a leftovers from the night before just never nibble yeah then you're going to remember what you were here for and you're going to get your keys and away you go you left one of the children at the shop so you got to go back you know those one of those things so food for me fulfills a some sort of an emotional uh, uh space 
that that I recognise as possibly an issue. Yeah. And so this week was difficult to follow the the eighteen three. Yeah. Eighteen good meals, three cheats. Yeah. Um, but again, like what I realised is, is, like you said, I actually forgot that I was meant to be doing that. Yeah. Uh, because what well, blah 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 whatever reason, and I want to do better, Murray. I want to, I think each week that we hold each other accountable on that, or at least check in. Is is a good thing. Like all jokes aside, I think that's a good thing. But do you think this here comes a classic lesson? A classic lesson is that we never really commit. Again, a smooth transition. Like nothing's happened. You don't know that we've been off air for twenty seven minutes while Ravi is sweating, trying to get get us back. <laughs> Just get it. As if you haven't had your shirt off the whole podcast recording. We all know all that. It's for the little trivia buffs. Yeah. Little what you didn't know about the show. Ravi does most of it. <laughs> um, I'll use a loincloth. I'm a little bit more not self-conscious. Yeah. But anyway, as as I was saying, one of the things like you go, and because when I talked about it this morning before the preamble, you went, you could hear, I could hear the cogs turning on going, fuck. Fuck, that's right. We were gonna, we were gonna do that. So I suppose the first class because we weren't clear on what we were gonna do. What what were you gonna do? What was I gonna do? Um, you know, who was gonna do what? You know, doesn't matter. I'm just using those examples. None of us were gonna do. I wasn't gonna do this, and you were gonna do that. But we sort of had agreed beforehand that we were gonna go. Oh, whatever Damo sort of says, we'll we'll give it a crack. We didn't really tell us anything, but he, he told us, <laughs> yeah, but he told us a lot in the same breath. And so I, I, cause I've had a couple of extra talks cause does anyone know I had a heart attack last year? <laughs> Here we go. Um, yeah. So I've had a couple of extra conversations. I've got a little bit of layer of other knowledge in there, but um, it's hard. It's hard cause. I don't necessarily want to commit (laughs) to eating like that all the time. So, um, and somewhere in my brain, I've burnt into my brain that there is a certain style of eating that I think is a good style of eating and I can justify it all the time. Just like Damo is probably justifying that sprinting as hard as you can for a short period of time is a great way to get better at running. You know, it's the same sort of thing. It's not necessarily wrong, but it's not that right either. There's there's ways that you can you can dial it down. So you go, Damo goes, oh, you know, we should, you know, 50% veggies, you know, protein, da, 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 da. I have in my mind some burnt bits in my mind that, oh, that veggie is not a really good veggie because it's high in carbohydrates, which then gets metabolized into sugar that puts all that. You know, I go into this sort of thing. So then I'm, when I'm making a plate of food, I'm going, should I put a potato on there? That potato, would that would help my 50% of my plate. It would, but, you know, yeah, it's starchy. You know, is that a good vegetable? When, and so I spent a lot of the week going, every fifth meal going, well, that's I've had four good meals, so this fifth one can be a cheat. So I've probably had more cheats than I we should have suggested. But I've had this whole fight in my head about you know arguing with Dame 
in my mind arguing with some of Damo's suggestions, you know, sort of going, because I've got this other old pattern going, oh, I can, these are good and these are bad. And so it's, and you're kind of mashing those together. You kind of, it's like the different worlds colliding around information that swirls yeah. around. Yeah. Well, I don't know what information do I give up the old information and go, don't eat potatoes, you know, because they're, and you know, like yes, yesterday I had rice and I'm going, is rice, is rice okay? Am I allowed to eat? It's a vegetable, isn't it? Isn't rice a vegetable? You know, or is it a grain? Oh, should I be eating grains? What, you know, where does rice fall? It's like it's a tino. Is it fruit or is it a veggie? What, what, where does it, where does it fall in that spectrum? You know, and, and so you're sort of looking at it going, you know, what, what am I going to have? So I've spent the week, my, my summary is I've spent the week drinking way more coffee. Fasting. Yeah. No, not fasting. Um, drinking way more coffee, having a frittata for breakfast a lot to have eggs, but not too many eggs. Cause now I know how many eggs the Americans consume and, um, and then trying to take the best option. Because the best thing is I'm, I'm a three-child family. I now have an 18-year-old. I now have one child at boarding school and I have a small child. So to, if I decide at the last moment that I don't want to cook dinner, we've done this maybe three times this week, yeah, we should go out. Frankie. It's only Frankie, Jade and I. Mm-hmm. Dinner's all of a sudden got real cheap. No, you're not getting off the good menu, Frankie. Kids menu for you, $9.95 with a drink and a little ice cream. The drink's water, so don't get too excited. But Jade and I get to go eat, and then you go, well, what shall I eat now? Because I can't have the pizza at Lucky and Peps. All I could think of, all I could hear there was just thinly veiled excuses for a poorly executed plan. And... Uh, as a, as a friend, as a mentor, as a guide in your life, <laughs> as some, someone that you put up on a pedestal, I just if only you were more like me, Murray. What I realized, what I realized during that was actually now penny drop moment for me. Yeah, hundred percent for me is that getting clear on like why you got to do it yeah. makes all of that fall into place. You know, what, why go through all of it? Is it because the chiseled abs? I don't know if that's the main driver. Every morning you get up and look in the mirror, you go, no, it didn't happen last night. <laughs> but it's, um, it's, I think we've got to get in clear on why we're going to make these changes is, will help those actions fall into place. Like if, you, if you're struggling to, if I am struggling to take action on something, follow up with a with a plan, then it's because I haven't really, I don't feel like it's as important to me as um, as maybe I thought, and so I just don't do it. You know what I mean? Oh, hello, it's jumping. What a what a what a great call though, having that self realization that you go. I didn't think it was as important as I thought. I thought it could have thunk, it could have been. Yeah, yeah, you know, you go, um, how many times do you write down what makes you happy, what goals you want to achieve, and you, and you write them down, and then you end up going, well, I'm just going to run. You know, I need to do that strength work, but 
Yeah. I like just like running. It's easier. Well, not necessarily easier, and I don't mean to belittle that, but you just go, that's what spins my wheels. So I don't, you know, this year I'm going to do that strength work. Run four times, go to the gym twice, nail it. Then all you do is run six times. <laughs> yeah, hurt your knee and you do that sort of stuff, but it's that whole, it'd be a, what is really important to me and how far am I willing to, obviously the more important you make it, the more you'll move in that direction towards that importantness of it all. Yep. And can I ask you uh, from your personal life experience, when you've when you have had a you know a near death experience, it does it. Do you come to a point? Have you come to a point where you, you know that like a sobering moment of like, you know what I, I'm I've been headed like. You know, unbeknownst to me, I've been heading down a path of of early departure from the planet. You know, and uh, I think I'm I'm on the same path. Like I've been on the same path. I'm not doing anything that that you're not doing. Yeah. Um, I've just got wider vessels. Probably can yeah. clog up a little bit. Take a bit longer to clog. No, but you know, I mean, and and so what is the what what needs to happen for us to go? These action steps are way more important to me now than than I used to think you know do you feel are you I can imagine in the short term you're like I'm on this but slowly over time things change back that's been my experience with, with habits you know when I've gone fuck I, I gotta sort myself out and then I, you do it and then for a period of time it's great and then after a while you lose your sort of enthusiasm for it and you go back to the default how do you feel about that I'm sorry to put you on the spot about it hey if you could see this mic swinging app apparatus you can make a video on the next one make a video of as of the pass through as we go through here i suppose there's there's a couple of um you know yeah there's a part of it that corrodes the further away you get away from the near-death experience um but there's definitely some things on that sort of list of oh, i'm going to change this and i'm going to change that that have been easier to do and easier to um to perform because i I see more value in them, you know. Like the easy one for me at the moment, or the easy slash hard one that's been really easy to change. And then somewhere, you know, is there some, it's a bit like you go, I can't find my car keys, I'll go look in the fridge. Because at least that chicken drumstick that was still in there, hopefully, from last night, I can eat that and feel good that I can't find my keys. You know, that whole emotional relationship with whatever, put food in there, put alcohol, put drugs, sex, rock and roll. We've obviously never done, had that, that. we've never got that, we've never had that good addiction. <laughs> we've just had the one to ice cream, chocolate, uh, all those sort of things. We've never had the drug, sex and rock and roll addiction We or lifestyle that came along with it. But we had that. So like, yeah. So the funny thing is um, somewhere in my mind, good, bad or indifferent, I've, I've become very concerned about alcohol consumption and my heart health. Um, and very easily I've kind of gone, I don't really drink anymore. I'll have a couple, like grand total since I had the heart attack, I've had maybe 10, 11, 12 drinks, two parts of bugger all, six months. Um, I went out at Christmas time thinking, oh, I'm going to have a few with, with Oscar as an 18 year old, you know, had one or two and then went, I'm kind of done. I don't want to have another one. 
So, but then when you go, oh, how's how's the your diet going? You know, what have you changed in your diet? Yeah, I go, oh, mate, I still had um, in our house to try and reduce ice cream consumption. Um, we buy them on the stick. The you know the the pre chocolate dipped ones, the Woolies brand. You buy ten of them for four dollars. Yeah, well, you just eat three of them, don't you? <laughs> Just an easier strategy, you know. Yeah, yeah well, one, I'd usually have this much ice cream. If I have three of them, it's still less ice cream than I would have had in a bowl. So, so there you go. So, you know, because I really like ice cream, you know, it's a real, it's one of those real funny things. So, you, it's that whole thing about what do you put the value on? Where do you, where do you see return? Where do you see the bang for the buck? Um, and I'm struggling with the food thing. Because the only thing that everybody keeps telling me of my near-death experience is the easiest way to change the thing that they think caused it other than the other than stress is change my diet, change your diet, change your diet. And you go, well, you have dropped the alcohol. How's that? And they go, well, no, your bloods are still bad. Change your diet, change your diet. And it's not – I'm not going, oh, yeah, I'm really motivated to change my diet. I'm not going, oh. Yeah, I, like I've talked to Damo like half a dozen times and I'm every week I'm going, this will be the week that I'll do it. This will be the week that I do it. And I kind of do better this week than I did the week before and I did better this week, the last week than I did that week before that. It, I tighten it up a little bit, but I'm not exactly bang. You know, I've dropped it and gone, here we are. Because I'm not that motivated by it. In In all reality... And honesty, I just I'm trying because I know it's the right thing to do. But if you said, "Hey, let's let's do that. Let's do a twenty k run, you know, down in Kosciuszko in December," you know, as soon as you sent it, I went. Well, I went. I'm in. It was ironic. I'm in. I went for a run that day. You know, just easy. Boom. Better put on my shoes. Go for a little run because we could turn. You know, and, and I sent you in the text message, should we do the 20, the 50 or the 100? I was on one level after that, I watched that other documentary that you sent me, there's two mates that ran 100Ks. I was going, I hope he sends back 100 because then I go, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. We're going to be out running all the time. You know, the, and you go 20 or 50. And I went, oh, yeah, all right, whatever. But <clears throat> I went for my little run as soon as I did it. You know, but Damo goes, oh, you got to do this, this, and this with the diet. Yeah, 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 I'll do that. But took very small action. Take bigger action by something that spins your wheels. Got that. Nice. Um, sorry, Matt, I wasn't listening. What were you saying? <laughs> Didn't catch all of that. I was just Googling something over here. Going through my social media. <laughs> Oh God! I guess that that voice definitely puts you to sleep. Unbelievable! Your kids are so lucky; they sleep early. You're not old. I don't think your kids are old enough yet. But have they said to you yet? I don't need one of these talks. Uh, yeah, they like it. The look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I grab the milk crate, it's usually when they get worried that I'm going to start to stand on it in the corner of the lounge room. Oh, here he goes. 
<laughs> He's in the pulpit. Here we go. We're going to learn a life lesson here. Frankie, Frankie, come and listen to Dad. I'd never get that. <laughs> they, they hear the scraping of the milk crate on the, on the floorboards and they run. <laughs> Quick. Yeah, he's dipping it upside down. <laughs> Dad's going to tell us another parable. Let's learn. Yeah, no, that's what this is for, Matt. That's, <laughs> we, we get to do that and they get, they get off scot-free, but it's recorded. Yeah. And they can listen to it. One day when they've got jobs where they've got to drive to work yeah. and they're on the commute, they can just pop the old podcast in. Um, when they finish watching Bluey, <laughs> they can get into it. But look, I, I, I really um, appreciate that. And so much of that sort of resonates with me, mate, that the things that, the things that spin our wheels are the things that are easy to do. And there's no real change there. Are they easy? <laughs> yes. They're easy. Okay, maybe physically they're difficult, you know, but they're the things that spin our wheels are the ones that, where it's easy to turn up for. I shouldn't say there's no yeah. challenge in it. Yeah. Like running any distance is a, is a challenge. Yeah. Your body will yell at you, but you know, you know that the, the good feelings that are attached to the end of it. And I reckon that, you know, what, what will help um, our mate, we should get him on the show, James Clear. He loves the show. Mm. Author of um, Atomic book. Atomic Habits. You might have heard of him. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he often in that book, he sort of talks about how you make these sort of habit changes. And, and one of his strategies is like stacking the things that you have to do with the things that you like to do. You know what I mean? And, and I think uh, that's... The one, the way you can get around that is just do the things you like to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I like if I, um, it could be you, you love having a cup of coffee in the morning, uh, but you need to do 10 push ups. So you do your, you, you know, you do your push ups and then you get your coffee. It's really easy just to have the coffee. Yeah. No one's really going to make you do the 10 push ups. So having an accountability buddy can help where you check in with each other. Then it's just like, have you done your push ups? Let's do them together and all that sort of yeah. stuff. So it's, it's it's no it's no easy journey you know and especially if it doesn't spin your wheels and it doesn't like changing food away from foods that give us a lot of dopamine and a lot of those sort of feel feel goods towards foods that give us uh you know now that we don't have forage <laughs> yeah yeah we want to thank our uh our sponsor the thing about yeah we want to have honey yeah. we want to have the good honey from from up north yeah you, 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 uh, you got to have your you got to have your gluten-free oats but it's, yeah, I think that stuff is hard because it doesn't, it doesn't immediately give you that feedback, you know, that feedback of like, oh, that's good. And so your brain just runs the show. Like it runs the show and you gotta, you gotta, don't be, don't be its bitch at the end of the day, you know, like, like got, you know, we can find all the excuses, but at the end of the day, it's actually just, um, it's just a, a battle that that's kind of going on in there that between like this stuff. Like I genuinely will live longer or enjoy my day today life because I'll have more energy if I do these things. But I choose to do the other things because it tastes good or I associate good feelings with it. I'm talking about myself. And, uh, and, and so therefore it's convenient to forget that we had this conversation about doing this keto thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's convenient. So we can just go, oh, yeah, next week. I'll see how Muzz goes. You know? Well, I think even on one level, and I think we should think about wrapping this up, is uh, 
Has Damo even sort of talked? You and I, I think, talked about keto. Damien sort of talk, took us a little bit away from keto and not going, you know, just eat food and, and, you know, split your... I think Damo gave us, in my humble opinion, gave us uh, a recipe for life, you know, versus a diet plan, you know. He gave us all these, you know, just think about it a, a little bit more. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, it's it's tough. So if we're going to – let's say we sit down and do this podcast every week. Just imagine if we did. Yeah, what – if we were to stick on this food journey for February, if we were to just go February's divided into weeks – what would be, you know, what would you think? Well, I'll share mine. What would what would I think would be a good week is, you know, I take those, or for me at the moment is that I go, I've taken the best option every time. I'm enjoying this little bit of freedom that I'm having with one less child, you know, um, around my house. And um, that's brought me at the moment. It's an odd balance of, laziness because we have one less kid and you go oh we could just go out it would be you know because it's not that hard now it's not that expensive you know Baxter's last meal can I share this with you and, and I know there's some parents out there that would appreciate this sort of thing is we go out to you know our favorite little Italian family run restaurant and Baxter goes I'm hungry and I go when aren't you you know in my brain and he goes no could I get because usually you get a large pizza you get a large pizza and you eat a large pizza. Um, and then there'd always be garlic bread and all that sort of stuff. He's just got to eat it all. Um, he goes, what if I... Or sometimes you get this chicken palmy with an extra side of chips. You know, sorry, Damon. And um, so t- what he did the other night, his last meal, we all went out. He goes, can I do this? Can I get the chicken palmy, no chips, and get a small pizza? And I sort of went, oh... All right, mate, but you got to eat it all. You know, there's no, there's no buckling. You know, and that's a bad, that's a bad. If we talk about food and habits and emotions and connections that we do, as much as we go, I love honey and fresh bread, and that's delicious, and it's it's beautiful, and it brings back all these happy memories. How bad a parenting moment is that? You go, mate, whatever you eat, you're gonna fucking eat the whole lot, mate, and you're not gonna leave anything behind. You know, there's a there's a catch twenty two in that sort of parenting moment because we've gone there's another half a chicken there i'm not going to put it in the fridge because i've got to eat it all because i've got to get it all done now um that he just sat down and ate the whole thing you know didn't even yeah didn't, didn't well he didn't even wasn't wasn't like he was cowering and shaking as he was looking up at me pushing another slice of pizza in his mouth he just bang i reckon i reckon that's and this is probably a topic for another episode that's like how to create the illusion that you're in charge. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, I'll get you that pizza, yeah. but you better bloody eat that whole thing. Yeah. And they're like, oh, God, Dad, yeah. all right, I'll do it. <laughs> As he's going, bloody oath I am. Yeah. I will eat all of that Ben and Jerry's from the servo that cost $14 for a small ice cream. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get you that Ben and Jerry's, but you better bloody eat it. Oh, yeah, oh fine. Spending $14 and you throw that in the bin. 
Because <laughs> oh, I don't need to eat it again. Yeah, that was one of Jade's arguments the other day. Oh, you're trying to eat this good food, but you also eat the kids last, you know, you know, chicken drumstick. I go, but it's chicken's protein is fine. <laughs> I think anything off the kid's table doesn't register in your body. Cisco's in. Yeah, that's right. Not having a, the rest of that French toast in. It's got egg. But anyway, my journey, I think my, my journey for the week is I, I'm, I'm, there's, no, well, there's going to, I know, I know there's always going to be some hiccups. And this is the great thing that Damo lives is, is that I know there's going to be some hiccups, but I'm still going to strive for that, that sort of 90 10 law, 80 20 law. There's still going to be some things, but I'm going to try and dial it down a little bit more, you know, get a little bit. Let's say I'm going to have four cheats. And I shouldn't call them cheats. That's, I think that's maybe the wrong word. That's maybe the wrong language. I'm going to eat 80% of the time I'm going to eat really, really well. I'm going to have the best option that I can have. I'm going to have the eggs and spinach and mushrooms for breakfast, not the acai bowl with peanut butter and <laughs> stuff on top. Something that Damo said as well was that you don't have to do the other 20%. Yeah. You could have a 90%, 10% week. Yeah. You know, that's possible as well. Yeah, so, you, you know, you could you could do better than yeah. the 80 if you, if you wanted to. Uh, and I think the other little piece of that puzzle is maybe we save that for down the track, build up some credit in the in the lettuce bank mm. before we before we dive into the palmy bank. You know what I mean? Like yeah. instead of having the cheat meals, we don't call them that anymore. No. But the yeah, the other meals... Instead of having those this weekend, today and tomorrow, yeah. maybe have maybe they save for the Friday or the Thursday. Or you know what I mean? Because they don't even have to be saved. Well, they're just credits. They just, they, they just happen. Because the other thing that you know, Damo would say is the best way to have a meal is you sit down, you talk, you do those those sort of things. Now, sometimes you might get the opportunity to sit down and talk at Four Pines. Well, so be it. It's if that happens this week, or doesn't happen this week. Well, you know, if you have the credit, you not have it. You just happen to go. Well, this week I actually twenty one. Nailed it. They're all good. It's good when you're trying to change it. You know, to to make something like a part of who you are instead of just being like a change. Yeah. It's like this is now what I do. I think there's good to have some structure and some rules around it. Mm. But ultimately, the goal is just like this is just living life. Yeah, that would be nice. You know, when you get to that point, you're not thinking about it, you're just you're just doing. Um, we got to we got to wrap it up there, Legend, because it's time for us to go and jump in the ocean. Um, want to? Oh, well, no, don't really. But there's been lots of events, and so we're only going to dip in the ocean today because of the Cold Classic Swimming Classic. Yeah, not to timestamp it. Cold Classics on. My daughter, my daughter Melody, is doing a podcast called uh, "Kids on the Beaches Radio" (KOTB), <laughs> KOTB Radio, and she was so funny. I had a quick listen to an episode. They take about eight minutes, you know. And she was doing a thing about it was a Christmas episode, and she was trying to say she's time stamping. She goes, "You may be listening to this after Christmas this year, or it could be in a few years' time." But just so you know, it's Christmas. And I was like, ah, oh, she's time stamping. She's, she's, so proud she's, of her. She's actually <laughs> Nailing it. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> not, not, she's just letting you know. 
I'm talking about Christmas this year, yeah. but you might hear it later. Yeah. Um, anyway, but yeah, thanks for thanks for this morning. I reckon that's awesome. And uh, just before we sign out, just a quick shout out to um, uh, a fan of our show, uh, Paul Mandel. Paul would like to know from you, Murray, by next week, your why. Your why for making these changes. What is it about these habit changes? Because he asks me often when he comes in for his adjustments. Yeah. He goes, so about Murray. And then he'll go into some yeah. some good convo. Yeah. Paul would like to know what's your what's your why about making these changes? And he doesn't want to know my why. Mm. I don't have to come up with one. No, <laughs> Just you. <laughs> well, as we often said, I am the project. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, everyone else has nailed it no, and on the project. Yeah, double deuce muzzle. We've gone above and beyond. So let's go for a swim. Let's dip. Um, enjoy the, if you've listened to the end, if you send us an email and tell us how many breaks were stitched into this uh, to this podcast, we'll talk to our sponsor and we may even send you some honey. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, for the for the for the first person to email us at before the dip at gmail.com. Uh, there could be a jar of honey. Obviously we're not gonna send it in the mail. Yeah, That'd be a disaster. <laughs> yeah, need no need not apply. All right. At least it's becoming pick it up. See you later. Toodles.